welcome to Honestly Cat, the podcast full of life lessons that empowers, educates and enlightens women everywhere. It's my mission to show you just how gorgeous you are and give you the tools to upgrade and transform all areas of your life. So let's get started. In this week's episode of Honestly Cat, we're chatting faith, trust and pixie dust. This is the fun part, and mark my words, you are going to have some fun playing with the universe and its magic. Yes, that's what I mean by faith, trust, and pixie dust. You get the gist, this isn't really magic. You've heard from me before. It's science, nothing more, nothing less, no tricks, just science. So in this part, I'm going to give you the tools to create the life that you want and you dreamed of as a kid before life got in the way. Now, before you balk at all the woo-woo, hippy-dippy bit, please, please bear with me. Remember, I'm the ordinary girl that has had an extraordinary life since I detoxed my emotions. This was all foreign to me until five years ago or, or so, although I must admit I did love visiting a tarot card when I was a teenager and I always was fascinated by crystals. I often used to lie under the stars as a kid and ask Is there more to life than just death and black at the end? And I always wondered when I could see the intricacy. I loved biology and chemistry. And when I understood the intricacies of how the body was made, I always thought, well, if something so amazing can be made, then it can't just be black at the end. When there's the moon and the stars and infinity, there has to be more. So yes, I did always have a curiosity about what was really out there. And when I truly detoxed my emotions and began to read more and more science books based on the mind and its capabilities, the power of the mind and the body link, that emotions were simply energy and energy is everything, I realised I was onto something. I was late to the party, but that didn't matter. I was absolutely hooked. And it was my wonderful mentor and coach, Michelle Zelli, who said to me in my first session, your mind's all furled up. It's like an old telephone wire. You know, those old curly stretchy ones. It's time to defuzz it. I really didn't know what she was talking about. You see, when you detox your emotions, you get back in tune with yourself and your intuition. And that becomes your absolutely super duper power. It's your gut instinct. And this will be your guide. And this superpower doesn't exist or rather is hidden until you detoxify your mind. Because they've been buried by your feelings for so long that your subconscious is on another trajectory. Seeking out a life aligned with your subconscious programming. And as your frequency goes up, so does your vibration. So let's explore this a little further. I'm going to ask you to do something that goes against everything you have learned today, of course, outside of what I'm telling you now, and ask you to hand over your life and the path in which you're taking to something far greater than you. When I'm faced with a situation, good or bad, or a challenge, instead of judging it, which we all know is a big absolutely do not do that, As Gabby Bernstein says so eloquently in her book, The Judgment Detox, you don't judge. You ask yourself, what is this challenge showing me? How can I learn from this? And where is the gift? 
When you undertake the path of healing, transformation and finding yourself, or whatever you want to call it, you gradually peel away the layers. And each time you're faced with a challenge that brings up emotions, you're being offered the chance to remedy that unhealed part of you. If you choose not to and decide to bury or numb that feeling, without a shadow of a doubt, it's going to come back and slap you in the face even harder. Try it and see, or rather, you better just do it the easy way and trust me on this. But it's true. You can either listen to the signs and see what the challenge is showing you, or you can ignore it. Drink some wine, go shopping, Maybe you do a bit of gambling, but that's probably not your style. But you'll find a way, oh, you know, like social media, I'll just scroll through and I'll not honour this emotion one bit. I'm just going to numb it out. Numb, numb, numb. Well, my sweet, I really do advise against that. Really tune in to what's coming up and ask yourself, Where's the gift in this? Where can I learn from this? Yeah, okay, someone might have annoyed you or you've had an argument with somebody or something at work's not quite gone to plan. Reframe it. Ask yourself different questions. Where can I learn from this? And where is the gift? I promise you, as soon as you start looking at challenges or situations in this way, you're going to change the way that you feel. And of course, you're going to grow in confidence because you're going to see how well you were able to navigate those situations. When you raise your head above the minutiae of life, you take yourself out of the drama and see your life and its lessons as part of a much bigger picture. There is a path. Everything is right there waiting for you. You do have free will and can choose to take this path. This lifetime or avoid healing your wounds and take them through to your next life or lesson. It's down to choice, of course. I choose and I have chosen this lifetime to move forward in another dimension where I hand over to a much bigger consciousness. I have chosen to develop my conscious awareness of life and how we are all just part of one massive consciousness and energy source. We are one. When I hand my life over to this theory, it makes each day so much easier to navigate. As I trust that I've been sent this challenge for a reason. And when I do the work, and most of the time it's inner child, or it's sitting and breathing through the fear that I feel in my chest or in my body, I remove another layer and I move a step closer to my sole purpose. That dream I had as a little girl. Now, I hope you're with me on all of this, but the one thing that I would say to you is play with it. Give it a go. Ask yourself those questions or notice where the challenges are coming. I put it to practice a few years ago. Let me share with you this funny story. I was on my way to the airport with my husband and two kids and we were running late for the flight. And stupidly, before I left, I'd read on the internet, mm-mm, big error, about various strikes at the airport. We were in Portugal at the time. The flights were apparently in total chaos. And travelling with or without kids has actually always been a trigger for me. And those of you who do have kids, you know that travelling with kids, it's not always the easiest thing. Nevertheless, it was a massive trigger for me. 
And when I would travel, it would take me back to when I was a child and mum would be frantically packing up the car with me and my two brothers, two dogs, loads of luggage and, of course, the kitchen sink. And then dad would finally stroll in somewhat stressed uh, and annoyed with mum that it wasn't quite complete. So cue mum and dad exchanging crosswords. My mum was frustrated that dad wasn't there to help and dad was annoyed about mum not being ready for the big road trip. Anyway, it made it very fraught and unpleasant start to most family holidays, a time when actually you're supposed to be excited, but a massive bucket of cold water was always thrown over it, enough to quash and that sense of excitement or anticipation that I had as a little girl. So that's where it would take me back to. Consequently, following those chaotic starts to the holiday, I would replicate mum's energy when I was packing up for my own family holiday. My husband could not understand why I was so stressed when I always had it under control, but would still manage to turn it into a stressful situation. And once I recognised that it was mum's stuff and no longer mine, I could talk to my inner child and reassure her that she was safe and it's okay actually to be excited about a holiday. You see, I was recreating the scene as that was familiar to me. I chose to make the familiar unfamiliar and move away from this. And that I did when I was on the way to the airport in Portugal. And I sat there and I said to myself, I trust with every part of my mind and body that this is going to work out just fine. It was about an hour that we were in the car and I kept saying it over and over because I could feel those old feelings of me feeling anxious. And I just kept reminding myself, everything's just going to work out just fine. Everything will be fine. And as I breathe through that old feeling in my chest, the old stuff of mums that would make any situation quite chaotic, particularly if we're on the way to an airport or traveling somewhere, and I just kept reminding myself. We eventually got to the airport, we walked in, and there was no travel chaos. So I'd almost recreated by looking up on the internet, my subconscious was looking for something to link back to those old feelings. But when I overrode this with the way that I spoke to my mind, everything did work out just fine. We checked in, we put our bags through, we walked through the gate and there was no chaos. So as I said at the beginning, trust and believe that there's something far greater at play. Put aside the minutia of life and just trust. Because when you do and when you're in flow and you can see the bigger picture, life becomes so much easier because you hand over. You actually then don't have that burden of worrying about what will be or what's going to happen or what about this or will we be late or will we get there or will I forget this or whatever it is. You can just trust that everything is aligned just as it should be, that whatever you're feeling is meant to come forward for healing, that whatever situation is occurring is coming forward so that you can let it go and learn the lesson that you need to learn, then that's what we call that inflow. You're aligned. You're aligned with the powers that be. So, remember, trust, believe, 
because it's the much easier way to live your life. Every challenge that comes forward is an opportunity to grow and a lesson to be learnt so that it doesn't keep knocking on the door and bother. And I want to talk a little bit more about this believing and belief and this thing called manifesting. I know you've heard it all before and I know just like me you've had it you've played the lottery on a Friday night talked with your friends about how you'll spend it believed with every cell of your body or so you thought that you will win and then you get to 10 o'clock you check the numbers and you didn't win WTF this manifesting malarkey is a loads of codswallop is what I used to think I believed I couldn't win and, and I didn't oh I give up Yeah, that was me. I bought myself a bottle of Cristal champagne, believing that I truly would win. With that lottery ticket, I had the anticipation and I believe with every cell of my body that I would win. Well, I returned it the next day to the supermarket with my tail between my legs. How could I have been so silly to believe this, that that I would win? What is this manifesting? Because it's not working for me. I thought I was doing what it said in the secret. Well, I'm here to tell you that this shit, excuse my language, is real. And now I do manifest what I want and the universe invariably delivers. Now, that's not to say that I can simply manifest a massive lottery win, but I can win a tenner (laughs) and that's still a win. See, it doesn't decide how or it's not specific. Um... But it will deliver as long as you put out your intention. The universe will deliver in some way or another. So, okay, what is manifesting? Okay, it's your creative power and the ability to convert the energy of your thoughts into a newly materialized form. Manifestation is the result. Quite simple. Beginning with one intention at a time, you can learn to have how to manifest absolutely anything in your life. I use a visual uh, uh, mood board for this. I find that a really powerful tool and I put it somewhere where I can see it and my subconscious is always taking in the images and the words on there. The reason why it doesn't work or may not have worked for you is because perhaps you haven't emotionally detoxed yourself and therefore you're still manifesting but you're manifesting things you don't want based on your old programming. You see, these things are aligned with your limiting belief, such as not getting that promotion was manifested on the back of your subconscious thoughts being plagued with, oh, I'm a failure, oh, I'm so unlucky, nothing goes my way and I'm not enough. As you can see, you were creating or manifesting but it wasn't quite what you had in mind. Until now. In order to manifest, you need to set your intention based on your goal. And often we don't even know what our goal is, so get it really clear. My intention at one stage was to start yoga. So I put it out there, I will include yoga in my life from today. Whatever your goal, you must take daily actions towards it, whether it is looking up uh, up yoga locations or booking the class or clearing out your gym kit and finding the kit that you need to buy for it. 
But you have to move the energy in order to show the universe that you're serious and that you mean business. So focus your goal and start taking daily actions. You can't just put out your intention and do nothing about it and say, oh, I want to be an amazing author and, and not, not you know, do any research or write any stuff or start making steps because you have to move energy to show the universe that you are goddamn serious. Keep your focus is another key one. Just know that you've put it out there. Trust and believe that it is being taken care of and take daily actions. And I promise you, it will deliver. Still today, I do test this notion because I do find it so exciting and so powerful when I get the results. And before I drive somewhere, and, and I suppose somewhere that's rather busy, where the chances are there may not be a parking space. I think about, and I say out loud to the universe, universe, deliver me a parking space right by the venue that I'm going to. And then I take action. I get in the car and I go there and I keep believing. And I just say, I know, I know there's going to be the perfect parking space. And no word of a lie. This works nine out of ten times. It still amazes me now. And you know what? That one out of ten times that it doesn't work. And I remember it not so long ago. I was actually going to this um, department store and I needed to get some stuff. And I was driving around trying to find a parking space. And I was like, that's strange because I'd put it out to universe and mm, you know what? It ain't happening. <laughs> What's going on? Where's the gift here? What's the lesson? And I sort of analysed the situation. I was like, you know what? The universe doesn't want me to go to this shop because really I'm just, I'm just going to go and spend some money and do some shopping to numb out a feeling that I don't want to feel. And I was like, why shouldn't I be going in that shop? Yeah, I need to actually go home and take advantage of the time that I have to sit down and work out actually what I'm feeling. So, so explore why it might not work out and why actually it's working out for a better reason. And remember to believe that something higher and something bigger than you is handling stuff. So just wrapping up today's podcast, you got to trust in something much, much bigger than you. Believe that everything's taken care of and everything's happening just at the right time. This is all about trust, belief, and of course, a sprinkling of pixie dust. That's it for this week's Honestly Cat podcast. I'm Cat Raincock. Join me for more honest talk from honest women next week.